Welcome back, everyone. It's main characters. We're on to episode three of the second season. I'm back with your your friend is back, Igniter, and I'm here with Mushy Bobby. Say hello, Mushy. I'm not Mushy. Well, you are, so you're saying hello. Um, what is really cool is that after this last week, Bobby, we got a lot of good feedback. People were stoked at yeah. our last episode. Right, yeah. I mean, I don't... I don't know if you hang on on the message boards for podcasting, no. but people were going crazy, loving it. Yeah, we appreciate our fans uh, giving us all kinds of encouraging feedback um, and information that they want shared with the cast. We'll always try and uh, get whatever you want out there and share with people. That's the purpose of this cast uh, is to enlighten and enrich and just make your lives overall better. We're here for the people, and that's exactly. what we're trying to do. We're trying exactly. to, you know, we're trying to give them whatever information they want directly inserted into their minds. Yep. we That's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. um, on that note, what just happened, I think it was last week, the draft happened. That's why we weren't around, because the draft was happening. Um, if you don't know Bobby, big Packer fan, um, yeah. if I remember correctly, used to host Packers Backers parties at your house uh they were in various locations across the city um just part of the packers backers of columbus um we're gaining in numbers uh it's a big it's a big thing um you know we're welcoming to all uh nfl teams really it's even though we say we're a packers backers you're more than welcome to watch games with us we don't mind um we don't take offense to other teams or anything like that we're just there to enjoy professional football okay so knowing that you run the packers backers um, and you're generally pretty terrible at judging talent. What do you think of the draft or uh, the Packers first draft pick in Jordan Love? I don't think I'm terrible. What, what, what makes you think that I'm terrible at, uh, judging talent? Well, I mean, if, if we're being honest, Bobby, I mean, we've seen you, like I've seen you when you've selected cars and everything else you just you just don't have an eye for the thing that you need you know there's something about it that you see like that's what a scout does they go out and they go that guy's got something and i'm able to see it and don't i make that a, pick. Don't see you i drive feel like a subaru the, that's like primarily female driven car well bobby listen the subaru a is a, that car will run forever and from what i've been told that they're considering already giving it a modern classic title like when you got a classic car that's when you know you've done the right thing. Your, your car is not classic. I don't even what what are you driving nowadays? I drive a Nissan Altima. It's a very normal, common vehicle, male vehicle. Now, but you, but you understand what I'm saying? Like you 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 sometimes struggle with picking out talent. You know what I mean? You just you see things and you you make the wrong pick. Do you? Th but do you think the Packers made the right pick with Jordan Love? I disagree with your assessment, but. I do well, not other than think other that... than your significant other, that which no one understands why she would pick you, because she is great and you, you know, are mushy. Yeah. No, I'm tight. Other than that, I'm not happy with the Jordan Love pick. No, why? Uh, I don't feel that quarterback is the right fit for the team as a first rounder. Uh, if they wanted to take a flyer on someone, that's completely fine. They wanted to wait another year. Uh, could be a whole nother crop of quarterbacks uh, coming up next year or even the year after that. It's not an urgent need um, to get this guy. I believe Jordan Love led all of uh, 
Division One football in interceptions this year too. So I'm not sure exactly what it is that they're seeing uh, as far as comparisons to Aaron Rodgers. But a lot of fans, a lot of Packer fans were wanting receivers. They were wanting talent. Um, they didn't get that. They draft. They well, what did you want? I wanted receivers. I wanted speed. Um, I did want some line. I wanted linebackers. I wanted to focus on the offensive line. Um, there's a rift between, you know, whether or not the secondary could be supported. I'm fine with that as well. I don't have a problem. Quarterback was the last option on the list for me. And they went first overall with a QB. So I'm not exactly optimistic about this season. They did support the offensive line. Uh, so given the regular injuries that our offensive line would sustain uh it's good to always have backups and support in in lieu of that um they drafted one linebacker so i'm not sure exactly how that's going uh to help the overall scheme of things i mean the offense was carried by aaron jones and aaron Rodgers. uh they went and drafted uh a running back second i believe overall aj dillon he's a big boy he's a big boy he's a He's um he's he's a fine back. Uh, you know he gained I think five and a half yards he's a carry a in college. He carried the ball a lot. So yeah. someone we one of our devout listeners compared him to a um uh a Lendale White situation. I can't remember the other mm. running back he mentioned. It's like you yeah. know one carry, mm. one touchdown, Maybe. one yard. Maybe no. AJ Dillon is he he's played against a stack box much of his collegiate career. He averaged five and a half yards a carry. He didn't carry the football a lot. So, but you're not worried about Aaron Rodgers retiring or anything. You don't think Jordan Love was the right pick, knowing that he might need a couple years. I don't. I'm not worried that Rodgers is retiring. Uh, given my initial impressions, if he asked for a trade, I also wouldn't be shocked of that. My impressions overall, the entire draft, all their picks. To me, management was is tone deaf, and uh, I'm experiencing a feeling of apathy towards the Packers right now. I don't care if they make the NFC title game this year. I don't care if they go four and ten or worse. I don't care because you love a Rod. You love a Rod. I love the team. I love the Packers. I just wish that management, the front office, had a better grasp on things. They seem to really be. Uh, risking it all and they're not necessarily wanting to maximize the talent that they have right well, now because Rodgers you know, is still the best quarterback in the NFL at the age of 36. I don't um, well no, I don't agree with that. But what, what you could try to do in this day and age in professional sports it's about maximizing your opportunities, maximizing your window because that window opens and closes for every team in the in the game of time. So if they're not supporting what weapons they have now and they're looking to the future this is a team that that was one win away from the Super Bowl, and I don't does know. That bother you? Does it bother you that Aaron Rodgers has played this long? Everybody thinks, and I don't know why a lot of people consider him to maybe be the greatest, but he's only won one Super Bowl and been to one Super Bowl. Does that bother you? It does bother me. I mean, he has a Super Bowl. He has one more Super Bowl than most players and most teams in the NFL that have never been to the Super Bowl or never won a Super Bowl. Well, that's true. But, um... Yeah, no, it certainly does. It, it, it's a cause for concern. It, it will be, you know, 20 years down the road, we're going to look back. It's like, man, they could have won more. Could have. That's going to be the key word. Could have. Um, they just management leadership just felt that we're good enough with him and we're just going to draft and we're going to pick up guys and sign guys who were picking up balls 
or cutting the grass at the local middle school or were, <laughs> you know, third rate players on their varsity football team. So uh, what, local would you, what would you give to see another Super Bowl from Aaron in what the Packers? What, what would you do? What would you give? I don't know. Let's say someone came up to you and said, hey, we have a 25-inch party Subway foot long sub. Would you bottom munch that entire thing for a Super Bowl win for the Packers? No, and I'm not. See, I'm not going to bottom munch it. That's not my expertise. I would eat it like a normal person. <laughs> you would bottom munch. I know. No, you I don't think. I think you would bottom. You tell me you want to bottom munch for a Super Bowl. Would you? For I, so I'm a Steelers fan. For everybody that doesn't know that, um, would I probably not because I've seen three and I've we've won two. What about the uh, what about so the I don't Pirates? have incentive, but I feel like for you, oh, the Pirates, if they won a World Series, ooh. Would you bottom munch that 25-foot sub? Hmm. That's a lot of sub. That is See? a lot of sub. See, you don't want it as bad, Apparent in your eyes. I think I would I would probably do it. Ultimately, I I, I'm, I'm experiencing a very a, a big sense of apathy. I want to be proven wrong. You know, I want to be this blind fan that has just shown how wrong I was, and you know, and, well, I, and then I can might... trust my full faith in this in this organization. But right now, it really seems like if Rodgers was gone, and I've said this several times since the draft, um, if Rodgers didn't exist, you know, and Aaron Jones was mediocre at yes. best, the Packers, I truly believe, if Aaron Rodgers never existed with this team. After Favre, the Packers would be the most forgettable franchise in the NFL. Like, you would never think to mention them. You yeah, know, they, I mean, they would go eight and eight, nine and seven at best some years, eight and eight, slightly worse, you know, six and ten. They would never do anything that is remarkable. Or yeah, well. That could be true. Well, time will time will tell with that one because this is going to yeah. be interesting how the next year or so goes. Um, now that being said, after the draft, because um, I watched it in, in its entirety almost, and I imagine most people did because we're stuck at home. Oh yeah. But you also finally got to watch the movie that I mentioned in our last podcast, and Parasite. that was Parasite. Yeah. And my initial thoughts: I told you I loved it. I thought it was great. Thought it was thrilling. So now I want to get your initial thoughts. What did you think of it? I loved it. Uh, I can totally see why this movie was up for every major award at the Oscars. Right. I don't. I don't remember if it swept the Oscars, basically, but it was a freaking amazing movie. Yeah, it won. Um, it won the main award. I don't know if what else. I know it was nominated. I don't know if it won everything else, like writing and everything else. So, the the thing about this movie and now the the problem is with with people i don't like to watch movies with subtitles you know i don't like to read my movie i want to really? watch my movie that's what people i'm not that's not me oh, i love i love foreign films okay. i love subtitles i watch i watch shit in captions i, I can't get it up this this is something i've done well, since i was a kid i'm not a caption person but i understand i can read subtitles like that's not as big a deal to me the one struggle i have is sometimes i've I've been known to, when I, in my heyday, back when I was younger, I used to wake up and try to watch old-time movies to start like getting back into it and seeing them all. And I remember black and white or foreign language films are black and white. If I watch them early in the morning, I might fall asleep. But other than that, um, I generally don't mind reading either. Um, 
I don't know why that was such a big thing. You're right. A lot of people were like, I don't want to read during a movie. It's like, uh, that's not, that's not a lot just, of good movies then. That's, that's not just uh parasite. That's, that's that, any that, foreign film that yeah. gets buzzed. Um, I mean, so, if we, you could say any foreign film, but also like my wife makes me turn it on when we watched, um, Sunderland till I die because she's like I don't understand some of these you know the Cockney or whatever accents from uh you know Britain they're just like I can't hear I can't understand them so we have to turn on subtitles the English accents are quite thick yes so So that sometimes kills me that's like someone but I bet that's with a lot of different you know areas like even if you have accents if they're thick you got to have something to read and if if you don't want to do that you're going to miss a lot of good movies Right. Well, you know, Northern English accents are quite, quite difficult to understand at times. I completely understand. Again, I, I mean, this is coming from someone who has been watching everything with captions since the age of probably ten or eleven. Oh. Um. Oh. I'm I'm just used to it. I'm not alone. A lot of people do this. I get that. My but, I, we have friends that do that. I don't get it. If I have to do it, I'll, I'll do it. But I don't want captions generally. And I, and the if thing is, from the picture, there's a there's a beautiful picture in front of you i want to watch you can, that you can still have a beautiful picture you I know, can't watch hard. and see the same at the same time move your eyes man move your i'm eyes. not saying it's impossible and i i would i will do it but i just i'm i don't if i if it's if it's in like english and i can understand it then why would i need that because sometimes you don't understand everything and it helps you it helps you understand <laughs> scenes and it helps like sometimes because just one little line one line of dialogue you may not understand what they said you may interpret it. it may change your whole outlook of the movie yeah, it may change your uh, whole outlook of the show it's it's not, all part of the plan i've but uh and, and i've watched stuff with people who were against captions and you know i just insisted and and, pers- and pushed over the years and i got you know i don't want to say i converted them but you didn't they convert got, anybody they got used to it they got used I, to it they might have got used to it I, that's just with you when they go home they turn them off it's like everything else you do. No, you know, it's like they, they, you think you've converted these people and then they go home and they go, that guy's crazy. Mushy is nuts. I don't know what he's doing over there. He's eating beef jerky every day and that's all he's doing. I'm not going to eat beef jerky all day. Now, Parasite Bobby won best picture, best director, best original screenplay, and best foreign language film. So it swept those. So that was a big, those Killed are it. the big, those are some big ones. Killed it. Uh, it did not win film editing and production design, which. Film editing is the other big one that I'd be like, oh, I'm surprised it didn't win that. Well, it's a beautiful film. I mean, it's just so it's gorgeous. vivid. It's so colorful. It's, good. Um, it's I, I, I can't which I can't put which, into words how brilliant, it, how beautiful it looks. Not just brilliant, oh. beautiful. Yeah, it's it's the cinematography is amazing, and that movie is really good. So I highly, we both highly, I think, recommend it. So if you have not seen it, don't worry about reading. You're going to love it. It's not mm-hmm. going to be noticeable. You're mm-hmm. just going to love this movie. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that being said, some, some movie that went up against it this year that I have gotten a lot of flack for saying that I liked it, but I didn't like it as much as other people, The Joker. And I know, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, you absolutely love that movie. Is that correct? I thought Joker was brilliant, too. I, I thought Joker was a fantastic flick. Um, it's a real deep yeah. dive into the mind of a mentally ill person, or at I least get, on you know at yeah. one type, at a type of mentally ill person. The Joker I'm not even stood for I something. I didn't like it. I just 
everybody was so a lot of people loved it and i was like i liked it i don't know what to tell you i just didn't i don't think you understood it what would i is there not to understand about it there's a lot of themes that deal in joker as well as uh parasite they they don't they're not identical but they do draw some some similarities um a uh class discrimination that's pretty that's prevalent in parasite and in joker i mean for those who don't know a lot about parasite it's it's about a um it's about a korean family uh yeah family of four family of four uh it's a husband wife son and daughter and they live in poverty uh, essentially and they live in a very very a low income slummish area in South Korea. Um, and where they have good an jobs, where good jobs are hard to come by. Yes, exactly. And so, you know, and a lot of people may not be aware of the social divide or the class divide going on in South Korea, but you know, there, there are things for, for younger people in that area. They're, they're trying to get jobs and they cannot. Um, it's not necessarily recession. It's just, you know, yeah. it's just the structures that they're in, but this family, um, essentially segues their way into high class by working these lab, you know, these laborious positions for a very wealthy family. Yeah. Um, they're, they're basically working the service industry for one family. Exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's good. Yeah. And I don't want to give away too much yeah, more, but basically that's how you know, that's, that's the premise of the movie is, is this low income poverty stricken family uh, tries to rise up or you know it, some they, sort of honestly wealth. they just want stability they exactly just want stability yeah, and they're trying it. to have it and there's a family that already has stability to a point that they almost it in the, the way they portray it is that they kind of take it for granted mm-hmm. um and that oh, and then the twist and turns that movie is great but that's what i'm saying like joker there's definitely there's class aspects and i understand that but i also just didn't like, to me, it's like if this guy's going mentally ill, are we sure that all these people were just like rallying around him at the end? Like, well, I think you have to then dive yourself into the world of Gotham, so you have to get, get into that. the fantasy aspect. And it's like, yes, I can totally see a city like Gotham uh, having a mob mentality around a bad guy at some point. You know, this is obviously before Batman, and when in in a lot of films and yeah. stuff. Batman isn't portrayed as a hero. He's he's often per- portrayed, especially in the Christopher Nolan films, like a vigilante. The the earlier Batman films, you know, he's kind of idolized or kind of a hero. But um, Batman Returns, for example, with Michael Keaton, he gets he, you know the people turn on Batman and that because yeah. he's he was framed, so to speak. So uh, yeah, that he, it's, it's totally believable. Batman Returns. When was the last time you saw Batman Returns? Uh, I think just this past winter. I love Batman Returns. I, I think that's my favorite of the Michael Keaton or the, like the early Batman movies with Val Kilmer and stuff too. Like I, I love Batman Returns. It's so dark. Yeah, yeah and, the Val uh, Kilmer series, that run and George Clooney's, like I can forget because those were just comic. They weren't not good. Very good. They were not good. No, no, it's a shame. Um, Christopher Nolan, he came in, he really put he did balls back job. on Batman. Not, to, I don't want to take anything away from Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was freaking hard. In he those was Batman great. movies, he was very good. Jack Nick, Jack Nicholson is very good as the Joker in the first Batman movie, but um. But then the second one, who is is Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, that Danny DeVito is the Penguin, and Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, and it it plays perfectly. That's per- it was wonderful. 
Like yeah. he is so in, like I love Danny DeVito as the penguin. It's so incredible. Tim Burton, it's man. So dirty. It's so dirty and it's so hilarious. Mm-hmm. I love it. Tim Burton, man. He killed I mean, he he really rubbed a rubbed a stone and found a diamond. It was incredible. So, but, but then we rank the so that's this is where I got in trouble because I like Joker. I just didn't love it. And then when I rank them, I go, I think it's Heath. And then I'll give you Jack and Joaquin there for second. And then obviously the fourth is um God Jared, what, Jared Leto. Leto. Yeah. Like he's way down there. But. I don't even I forget he was he was Joker a lot. So to me, when you think the Joker, you you only really. It only really comes to mind for most people now in this day and age, is uh, yeah, um, Heath Ledger really. Nichol- That's all Heath they Ledger, know. Heath Ledger, Nicholson, now, yeah, and uh, Jack yeah, Nicholas was Washington. great, or Jack Nicholson. Sorry, Jack Nicholson. He was, was great. yeah. No, he's very and good. Then, but yeah, people do forget Jared Leto was the Joker. It's a weird rendition, not very good, and he but he also doesn't get any screen time. That whole movie, The Suicide Squad, had some issues, but you can't not put. You got to put him in there. He's just going to be at the bottom. I couldn't watch um, it, but I could. I, I could. I, I've never seen Suicide Squad. It's I don't not very good. Care to see Birds of Prey? I can't. I just not can't get good. interested, man. They're not very good. Um, yeah. They just have weird. I don't know. They're trying to find their niche, and it's just not working. I don't here's know the, what's wrong with thing. it. It's just not there. Why are we wanting to compare the Joker? performances why do we care so much why do we have to compare jack to heath why do we have to compare um joaquin to these guys they're they're all completely different faces of the joker yes um jack nicholson has a very distinct joker is very um criminal uh very dark comedic um the walk or the uh, heath ledger joker is based off chaos yeah, he's um, disturbing. Pure, pure chaos. Um, and then there's Joaquin, who is a man that is pushed to sinister well, levels was of he evil. pushed or did he? So he already had this kind of pre-existing mental illness, always kind of subtly there, right? Well, yeah, he, he has that disorder. Um, he has those issues with, with his health, but... Um, look at the world around him, uh, and and yeah. the fact that the movie The Joker, uh, or the fact that Joker took place in what I, what I consider to be 1970s New York, um, yeah. is so, which kind of disputes my my argument about Gotham earlier, as you have to accept. But <laughs> if you can draw comparisons, New York in the 70s was kind of a boiling pot. Everybody yeah. was angry. You know, that's where the stereotypical asshole, angry New Yorker came from it was out of that out of the 70s in that era um people were just upset you know america was on a downward spiral things were not good americans couldn't feel good about themselves back then um and then you know new york also dealt with the son of sam and and all sorts of things um a mass crime wave it it just really turned people to not be friendly and i'm just i'm not even saying i didn't like it and that's where i think everybody gets so defensive is that like do you honestly think like it was it that good for you, Bobby? Like mine to oh, me, yeah. I give it a seven and a half out of ten. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. So you'd give it like a nine? Oh yeah, so, I have no problem saying that. Nine out of ten. That's so ridiculous. Well, Hell, now nine nine point three out of ten. If we really oh want to get specific, just, I mean, it is friggin' good. Get it? No. I hope not, I hope good. that you watch it again. Good. 
I, when it comes out on streaming services or something, I hope you can watch it again. Well, here's another here, plug for these guys that hopefully they will one day sponsor of us. Um, I'm pretty sure I just got an email from HBO now that they will be having that coming out shortly. Like that's one of their movies that they're going to be hosting. So Joker, I think, will be on HBO. I could be completely wrong, but if I'm right, that'd be great. That this causes viewers, they should definitely sponsor us. Just that'd be saying. fantastic. Um, fantastic. Now, when we move on from Joker, which obviously I just get a lot of flack for, whatever. Um, what I wanted to talk about today, because I don't know if we've ever talked about this, is what are some of our top comedies of all time? And we're gonna st- we're gonna stick the film here because we've talked about TV shows in the past. We're gonna stick the film, um, and I'm gonna give you. I tried to come up with three of like the top three comedies I think that are in my mind for me. Cause obviously comedy, I think is one of the interesting areas of film where it's everybody's is going to be different and you can't really argue your way up on any different film. Like with some other dramas, you're like, wait, these are really good ones. And a lot of people might have consensus on that. And you can talk them in and be like, yeah, okay, you're right. But comedy, it's so subjective. I feel like we're going to have a lot of different areas for us here. Um, so I'm going to start with my first one and then we'll go to your first one. One of my first ones, I think my number one right now is big Lebowski. Um, I love the big Lebowski. I'm a big bowler. People who know me, I'm a big bowler. I'm very good at it. I beat Bobby all the time. You're not that good um, at it. The last time we went on a, bo- uh, a bowling alley, and I'm pretty sure it was everybody beat Bobby night. Cause we all beat you on our scores. No, no one that, that didn't ever happen. Every single person beat you. I don't even know in one game if you got a strike. No, I've I've definitely not had. A you were struggling, like that before. but the Lebowski, Big Lebowski, oh, it's so fantastic. Um, I go every year to the Studio Thirty Five here, host an host an event. I go every year. It's so every time I watch it, I just find new things and I just laugh so freaking hard because the character ensemble in that is so good. Um, if you don't know about it, I highly recommend going to see it. It's a Coen Brother film. It's got Jeff Bridges. Um, God, why am I blanking on Walter's name? Give me Walter's John name, Goodman. Bobby. Yeah, John Goodman. Um, Steve Buscemi. God, who's the who's the, the woman? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. R.I.P. Yep. Um, who's who's the woman? Who's the woman? Redhead. Ju- I'm blanking Julianne on her name. Moore. Yeah, Julianne. No, Moore. for one of your favorite movies, you don't know anybody in the movie. Well, I know them. I can think about them and think what all they're in, but this is my own. <laughs> The memory issues is that I never remember names, so I'd have to look them up and have them up there. But that this their ensemble is great. Like that movie is fantastic. Yeah. No, nope. Big Lebowski is very good. It's very very. I good mean, movie. it's uh, it's just so it's just amazing because it's so fun the entire time. And I just like I said, every time you watch it, there's just new nuggets. Um, like it's just, it is absolutely incredible. It's one of my favorites. What is one of your favorite? What's your favorite? What would you say your number one is? Favorite comedy? Yeah. Whew. So hard. Okay. Well, you, you have at least Um, some. Yeah. uh, Even if they're they're all up here. Clerks. Clerks. Yeah. Clerks is one of my favorite comedies. So good. Clerks. The, the Red Bank, the whole Red Bank series is, uh, it's, one of my favorite uh, portions of movies. I mean, that's what wanted me for a long time ago. I had an interest in wanting to pursue a career in film and you know, it was because yeah. of the Kevin Smith movie. So like clerks, mall rats, um, dogmas, dogmas, one of my favorites too. Dogma's good. Chasing Amy's good. Uh, clerks too is pretty funny. Um, but really, I mean, it stands alone as clerks and mall yeah. rats. I, I watched those movies so many times. 
when I was what in high school. What drew you to those? I don't even know. I, I think I just the dialogue. Yeah, the dialogue. Oh, um, the I thought you meant just like what made me watch them, but yeah, the well, dialogue yeah, is like Kevin Smith is so good. Oh, he's really uh, as good. far as dialogue um, is concerned. It's just the the movies are so beautifully written. The dialogue between the characters is so good. The character arcs are fantastic. Um, the, the comedy is just is just brilliant. And so, uh, it, it it's comedy that I can relate to. So I like that's that's part why I like watching Clerks. That's why I like watching Mallrats. I mean, it's just so easily quotable movies. Um, and they're good. Now, they don't, don't get me wrong; they're really good. Clerks made a lot of money for only having a budget of like ten, eleven thousand oh, dollars. Yeah, they cool. had like nothing, and that was like one of the one of those. I would say, God, what was that? Early nineties, where it was, it was just yeah, ninety four Clerks, where yeah. it was all these. Some of those indie films were just making a lot of money for having small mm-hmm. budgets. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I, like you can still do it today, but back then I think that was one of those ones that just kind of took off because it was so good and it was stylized. It was just really good. For sure. Yeah. And then, and then well, Blair Witch came out as an indie film and, and just shattered yeah. everything. Well, that shattered everything and the people that made um, it took home nothing. The studios took it all, but that's another that's story another day. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Smith, uh, he's made so many movies. He's made some really good ones too. Uh, trying to think. Uh, basketball. Basketball's a favorite comedy of mine i watched that yeah, a lot a when i was in junior high it's just it's it's uh the creators of south park so oh, yeah. it's like that that brand of humor um it's a it just really you know it's it's over the top for me and that's i think that's why i like See, it so much one, there's a surprising one i feel like you left off because i think me and some of our the our friend group would agree dumb and dumber is like one of my that's my number two it's not in my top five, but it's certainly a favorite movie of mine. Um, really? It's just so quotable. Yeah, I mean, why is it not funny. in the top five though of your comedies? I don't know. I mean, it's it is all right. Fantastic. I feel like I've laughed harder. At, I feel like I laughed harder at Borat than I did uh, wow. at Dumb and Dumber. Like the really? scene where Borat's chasing Azamat through the hotel and he's naked, and the the big <laughs> there's the big black uh, sensor bar to to symbolize his dick. Uh, I, I almost, I think I fell out of my seat. I was watching the movie with Andy who we're going to be calling here in just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he loves comedies. He I loves remember comedies. watching that with him and I feel, I feel like a few other people were there. I almost fell out of my seat, man. And you know how sticky those floors are at the, at the movie theater. I, I oh was like, God. I don't care. I couldn't control myself. I thought I was going to die from laughing so hard at this movie. How, how would you like, this is my question. How do you know the floors are sticky at the movie theater? Well, you just hear it when you walk. Yeah. That see, that's, it's bad when you hear it when you walk. I can only imagine how disgusting that floor is. Um, what would it take? I, that's that little. Uh, Shaun of the Dead. Over. You know, if you want to think yeah. about another movie, Shaun of the Dead. That's, that's one of my favorite comedies. Um, it's just a very, it's a good buddy flick. Um, See, I can't believe you don't like Dumb and Dumber more. I think I Dumb do. And I do. I, I don't want. I don't want people bad. thinking I hate it. I, 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 it's very funny. It is very funny, but you guys just love it. You know, I love it in the ninety. You guys love it in the ninety-eight. You know, see what I think a popular movie that came out that people overlooked that some people think Anchorman was good. That was one of my favorites when I was in high school for sure. Yeah, Um, high school and college, Anchorman was like I thought was hysterical. See, like those movies. Okay, so like so like Anchorman, Euro Trip. Um, Yeah, no, no, but Step Brothers. I watched Step Brothers whenever. Anchorman to me is different than like Euro Trip. Euro Trip is one of like the scary movies, the Euro Trips, the like we get into the like that's kind of like you're almost following a certain 
you know, it's still a comedy. It's still Euro Trip's still a comedy. It's still funny. I get that, but those are more like I I feel like those are teen based comedies, like American Pie. All of those are like they're teen focused. They're very they're humor specific. Anchorman was not necessarily that. No, but like I could watch Anchorman. I don't think I'd laugh as much in this day and age. No, see, I I think Step Brothers, and I still laugh at that. Step Brothers is yeah, that's a Step good Brothers one. is funny, but then like Step Brothers stops being funny when like when they break up and they grow up, quote unquote, and the Catalina wine mixer stuff. Like none of that is funny to me. I was like, this is yeah, not as good. Another good one that my wife always brings up is Super Bad, and I'm always like, yeah, I did like that a lot. Now that Super Bad's okay. Super Bad is okay. It's very good. It, again, it's a buddy flick. Yeah, I like that. It's it's sad at the end. Like they for some reason they just they decide they can't be friends anymore. I don't understand that. It's like, yeah, we're gonna be moving away. I'm gonna be going to college here. You're gonna be going to college there. Technology doesn't exist in this universe, so have it. Now, I think, <laughs> I think, I think there's old ones because these are all like new school films that we're kind of accustomed to. I think there's old ones that either don't get enough credit or probably have run their course. Like to me, I'm like, I think it's funny Animal House, but I've not because oh, that's yeah. always up there in people's Animal House. I'm not. Oh yeah. It's funny, but I'm not like it. I don't think it stood the test of time for me necessarily. Um, other uh, ones I think have like I still think Ghostbusters is hilarious. Yeah, Ghostbusters is funny. I don't know. I I enjoy uh, Animal House. I love that. That's one of my favorite comedies. I can say. No. It, so what else? What else is up there? Do you have any of the Monty Python series? None of them. No, I enjoyed them when I was younger. I probably yeah. didn't even understand it all. I'd understand it better now watching it, but no, like the Holy Grail is funny. It is funny. It's not going to be in my top 10 though. Yeah. It's just not. See, um, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at this list. Oh, Caddyshack. I loved Caddyshack though. That's a good one. Caddyshack is funny. Yeah. Caddyshack's pretty funny. Old school. Old school is one of, that is old something school. that that's one. That's the movie I was trying to think about. Old school. Um, it's when we good. Were, we would have been what? 17, 18 when that came out. We were, yeah. Yep, we were seniors in high school when that movie came out. We loved. Oh my god, that was like the rage. Yeah, two thousand three. We that was like all the rage. That was everybody loved that movie. Mm -hmm. That movie's a good one. I'm trying to think of really old ones too. I'm trying to go through my my queue online. National Lampoon's is great. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. See, they're good, but I don't know how much they stand up for me. I'm trying to look at my queue on Netflix at least just to get an idea of like, do I have, com- I, I really, I don't watch a lot of comedies. I don't man. watch as many comedies either, but I've started to because again, my wife does not like the gore as much. Yeah. And the act- so I watch a lot of action, disgusting, heart-thumping. Like every show, I feel like every show I start now is, all right, so this guy gets murdered. All right. So this child gets abducted and murdered. All right. So this yeah. show, like, that's everything starts with that. And she's like, I'm out. Yeah. No, I mean, so I, I'm I get it. On my own. I, uh, I mean, I like the office. I like parks and rec. I like to watch like yeah, Curb Your enthusiasm. Those are shows though. Yeah. Movies. Those are shows. And those are like, don't get me wrong. I love TV shows and they're, they're definitely have their aspects. I'm just saying movies. I'm trying to think of movies. Cause one thing I'm missing in this lockup is I am one of those people that absolutely love. Oh, there's my beautiful wife coming in. That absolutely loves to go to the movies, get a bucket of popcorn, get a Coca Cola Classic, and enjoy whatever I'm going to watch for the next two hours. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's what that's what me and my and my girlfriend do. Is you know, we used to go to the movies on Tuesdays because they were five dollars. Five dollar night. Yeah, I mean, nothing beats it. You you can't 
I, I love going to the theater. A lot of people don't anymore, really, but I, I can't get enough of it. I love I love the same thing. I, I love having a nice cold Coca Cola. I love having snacks, watching a big flick. Oh. It's 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 fantastic. And then occasionally, when you're feeling like just really great, you get the cookie crisp. You get the yep. hot cookie crisp. Cookie oh, crisps. Man. Yep. Oh. Can't beat it. Can't you know beat what? it. But it always makes me think. It's like now that I'm thinking about cookie crisp, I just think about how messy it gets. And you know, you know what I'm thinking. About? It's time to call our, our good friend Andy because I think he might be able to weigh in on this comedy aspect. You know what? I want it before you call him. I do want to yeah. say the one of the movies that I saw recently, well, somewhat recently in theaters, uh, that I thought was extremely funny, Long Shot with Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. Really? I could, oh yeah, that movie is effing hilarious. Couldn't stop laughing. I have not seen that one, so I'm gonna have to see that. I was obnoxiously laughing obnoxiously laughing in the movie theater. I couldn't help myself. It was so funny. I'm going to, it's okay. So I'm going to put that on my list Yeah. and you know what? Maybe I'll watch it with our good friend, Andy. So I'm going to give him a quick call. Yep. We're going to get him on here. We're going to talk about time of the program. I guarantee. So normally we try and we do these shows normally on Thursdays. Andy does a laundry on Thursdays. I guarantee he answers today because it's Friday. It's the weekend, you know, probably got a beer in his hand he just showered oh. his body because his body's all dirty and hot. that's and what i'm so. thinking he's in that recliner yeah. you know he's a hard day at work pick up a cold brew you know what what is better than joining the podcast with us talking about some comedy i know yeah i know i guarantee he answers right now I and mean, he's got to answer Three, right the only two, other thing one and you know, know what not, since he's not it goes to voicemail you know what i'm thinking He's they probably might have still... had a Zoom happy hour with the, you know, yeah. the night. They might have had the Zoom happy yeah. hour. Yeah, he may. He may oh, still be working, he... too, I think, actually. Yeah, you know true. He's yeah. a hard worker. Yeah. He's a hard he's, worker. Yeah, he's working. He's still working. He said I mean, he was going to be working late today, so. We always used to call him, uh, what do we call him in high school? Wax? Because he was always burning the midnight oil. He was mm-hmm. taking that mm-hmm. flame down. Called oh, him Wax. Yep. Oh, Andy Wax. That's, that's, uh, Andy that's Wax. what his name he is. Just, you know, he worked. He worked. That was his thing. He worked. He loved hard to. worker. Lived to. Uh, now, before we end this series, because I know or this, I'm sorry, episode, I, we I wanted to bring up a couple things. One, I know, it's gonna get you excited. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Great movie. Kind Did of they brought up knowing King Kong existed in that movie? Did it's- we ever get in the new renditions of these movies a King Kong versus Godzilla yet? That's what's coming out. That's what's That's supposed what's to be out, coming right? out in November. Yeah, in November they're supposed to have Kong versus Godzilla. But this they, the... but they put that. But give me, let me. I'm gonna back up because I want to explain this. They, I thought, framed that in the last Godzilla movie, which I just watched probably like two or three months ago. Um, that they're gonna be teaming. They're almost like those two are the good guys. Um. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. So, okay, I don't know why two good guys are going to fight. I don't really care. I just want to see Godzilla and King Kong beat I know. each other up. Like, I'm now, so excited for that movie. I want to see that so bad. The one thing I have questions on, Godzilla didn't always able to shoot nuclear fire through his mouth, right? Well, he emits radioactive energy. It's how he feeds, and that's how he gets his power. So that blue fire that he's breathing is supposed to be considered radioactive. I get that. That's why I'm saying it's like a nuclear fire almost, you know, whatever you want to well, call yeah, it. Well, yeah, when he, when he gets – yeah, when they drop a, an atomic bomb on him directly. Yeah, he um, wakes up. He wait, he, he gets revitalized because, yeah, he, he comes back. You know, they, they drop a nuke in 
They basically it, drop a nuke on his tummy. And... Well, yeah, they feed because he was he was weak. He was tired. Yeah. Um, it would take him too long to recharge. He would live. He would recharge on his own. But Dora was torching the world, so they're like, we gotta, we gotta, you know, give him a stim pack. So they, yeah, they, so they put feed it in his him a nuke. Button. Yeah. He wakes up. Yeah. And then he comes back and he fights again. And then another, I think another nuclear bomb goes off. Um. Which no, or no 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 he he got fed he, he got off. fed a megaton and yeah. what happened was it worked too well Correct. so while he, he was fighting you know he was like he's kind of burping up a lot of radioactivity yeah. but it's gonna build to something and then eventually he explodes yeah. he emits massive amounts of radioactive energy it's like he is his own atomic bomb that detonated and then when it settled. He's still standing there. He didn't explode. He is just now freaking really powerful. He is he is himself. He's basically which they don't really it's a sci-fi movie, I get it, but he basically destroyed the world with, you know, his gas. He got gassy and kind of emitted it everywhere and now it's it's just Well, it was just Boston throughout the planet. He, just, he pretty much just leveled Boston, so now which doesn't make sense. He would level so much more if he was that big. But that's what I'm saying. Early on in the Godzilla series, he didn't always just shoot nuclear through his like he didn't have nuclear fire coming out of his mouth, did he? Not like that. No, it would just I, he would just charge up his normal um, nuclear, you know, his radiation, his radiation he just, fire. Yeah, he, he he could breathe that you know that blue energy that that's considered nuclear, but. Um, you know, obviously, so Godzilla has radiation levels in him. The nuclear yeah. uh, missile they gave him uh, in his nesting area really just tipped him over the top. Man, I hope we are allowed to go to the movies by then. That movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a double that's a that's a double popcorn cookie crisp. Yep. You know, maybe Reese's Pieces. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I'm man, spending might... $100 minimum on the snacks. Dude, I cannot for wait. sure. It might be the whole... Hundred, maybe two hundred. Let's just get yep. all the candy. Can't, yep. get it Can't all. stop. Can't stop. And Andy's going to be there right next to us because he's a yes. big Godzilla fan. Andy loves Godzilla. Andy he will, will be, be there. there. Mark it down, fans. Mark it down. Now that reminds me. Other than that, which is coming up, which I hope is open with a. I hope we are open back up so we can watch that. Uh, recently, offline, we have been discussing wing eating, and you've heard us talk about this in the past. Where I've basically beat Bobby in every competition we've done in terms of quantity. No, so whenever we've had a large eating contest, I've won. No, um, Bobby struggles. Even you know he sh he just struggles. He's not very good at eating. What are you talking uh, about? But you're not good. You've never won. No, everybody. They some people can refer me as a you know as a human dumpster. I, I can eat. I can put I it away. I don't think they're referring to you eating. You cannot dumpster. You cannot put it away though. You I cannot put, away put a lot food. of food away. But that being said, this was more around the hotness of the wings. So. I have every or I have every hot sauce they've done on, which I haven't seen it in a while. Hot ones a TV show mm -hmm. uh, on YouTube. I have all their their hot sauces. I have the the Redux um, hot sauce. I've never watched the, that show. I got I got to start. I got I, I never good. think to like I, I mean, stare at the YouTube. I fell off on it, but it's good. I stare at the YouTube landing page like constantly, and I'm like, man, what to watch? And I'm like watching, like see what the suggestions they bring up and stuff. Yeah. And I'll like, I'll go down a rabbit hole on that or listen to music. I never think to, to to watch hot ones. And, and it's I gotta, pretty good. I, I mean, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, but but that's where. So I have all those hot sauces, and I have way more because I bought way too many, and I've got them for Christmas. And I have just like probably 35 of them right now. But including, I have the hottest of the hots. So our plan is this summer, we are going to live stream an event. 
and it's going to be between you and me, and we're going to go through the gamut of heat. We're just going to go through like 10 sauces, completely mm. sauced up. Um, yeah, like and then this. we're going to have a little competition between me and you to see who can handle it. We'll have to think of what the winner does, what the loser does, and we'll also have to think, think of rules. So if anybody has rules or suggestions for winning and losing, like let us know because we will do these. Have we you tried all the get. sauces? What? Have you tried all the sauces? Yes, but that's why the winner the the winner is going to be like the person that doesn't have to take a drink. The first one to drink loses or something, or the first one to tap out. You know, that's going to be the threshold because I'm going to tell you, it's especially on the last one, it's it's hard. Like, well, once you get past like maybe six, once you get to a certain level, your mouth is on fire so badly and it's so numb. You're like, wait a minute, like I should probably put something on it or drink something. And it's just going to be a natural, like you're just going to want something to drink. But I've had them all. Yes, I have had them all. But this, the, our competition is not going to be like, unless you don't think you can make it up there, do you think you can get to the hottest? I have no idea. I've never tried any of these sauces. I don't typically like hottest of the hot wings. Like I don't like the triple atomic for Quaker steak. I don't like the blazing challenge of B-dubs or whatever. I, I don't like but that. But Bobby, you said you could do it. I said I could eat more wings than you. I didn't say you I could, could eat, eat hotter the wings wing. than me as well. No, I didn't say that. Well, you've so, already lost at the wing, uh, the wing capacity level. You've already lost to me. That was like wing. seven years ago. I, I'm oh, gonna. I, I'm well more conditioned now. I, I've trained okay. more. That's fine, Bobby. We'll live stream two events. We'll live stream one where it's how many wings you can eat, and then we're gonna do one where it's how much, how hot of a wing can you eat? All right. I think the loser, and it's gonna be you. No. I get to drop the hottest sauce right on your butthole. <laughs> that I, that it would feel terrible. Well, then what? So mine should be then the front words. What if I put that on one of your balls? No, no ball, Bobby. What? That would probably burn. That would like be like acid. It would just like. What do you think it's gonna do on my butthole? Feel cool? Yeah, probably for you. <laughs> so I trust don't know. Me, it, wherever it goes, it hurts. I want to. I'll. We'll. We'll try a hot ones. We'll try a hot ones episode. I think I, I, I can get behind something like that. I don't know if I want to do it in a competition because you've tried all the sauces. I haven't. So I'm going in this completely blind so you could have an advantage. Get a couple hot I'll send you a couple hot sauces. Try them out. But then we're going to do you'll some You'll keep the ace in the hole for yourself, and you'll be like, all right, here you go. And you've been little do I know, you've been training on that one all week, putting it on everything. On, I, there's no training to eating hot sauces. Like, it does not – you don't train. You, you do it, and the next day you regret it. That's how it works. Condition. Yeah, that's another thing. I don't want to tear my insides apart. I don't oh, want to spend the, next the whole day, next day on the, the next job day, just dead. Um, the next day is painful. I don't want to do that. Well, we're going to do it because we yeah. our fans have asked for it. Yeah, they they have. We'll we'll tr we'll we'll look into a hot ones episode. Well, we'll it's not that. really hot ones. We can't take their stuff. We're just gonna live stream an episode of us eating hot wings, and we're gonna have a little competition about it. We'll see. And then we're gonna have prizes. We're gonna have everything. I'll work it all out. We'll get the fans' input from this. Okay. Yep. Let us know. You got our Twitter. Um, yeah, you got our Twitter handles. You got it. We'll, we'll have this posted to Apple by tomorrow morning because it takes usually the night. Come listen to our show. Give us your ideas. Email me. Email Bobby. Yep. He's just sitting there mushy, breaking chairs. Not, not breaking chairs. I got this nice gaming chair. It's so You're cushy. Plopping. It's so comfy. I, it's not. It is very comfy. It's four pieces I sent you, of wood. I sent you snaps of my – it's not wood. And there's no duct tape. I sent you snaps of my, my workstation, my setup. You like your workstation. 
It is. This is where I work. It's where I work. It's where I can game. It's where everything. Table and a computer. No, you're gonna when you see my snaps that I sent you, you're gonna be like, oh shit. That's the next thing we'll do. We'll also do this. We'll leave them with this. What we're also gonna do, we're gonna post the link out there. We'll we'll show all our fans. We're gonna take a couple pictures, post it to Reddit. We're gonna post it to rate my setup, and we're gonna see what people say. Yeah, we're gonna get the feedback directly from the people. We'll see who's got the better setup, Bobby. Okay. Okay. All right, well, guys. Um, hey, we gotta go. So, parting thoughts. What's your parting thought? What are you gonna say? I got nothing. Good. That's that's perfect, Mushy. Weather's supposed to, to weather's supposed to be perfect in uh in Ohio tomorrow on Saturday. Try and get out, do yeah. something. You can. Yeah, get out, do something. Stay safe. Stay safe. Um, what I would also recommend, you know, when you're working from home, doing anything else, take a break. Give your eyes a break. Get up, walk around. If you want to take a walk around the block, take us with you. Yep. You know, we'll massage your ears as you're walking around yep. the block. Just, you know, take a break. Keep tweet at us your right. suggestions. You know, what? tweet at us your suggestions for what you want to hear on the show. Yeah. What you want to hear us talk about, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll tackle the issues. I don't care. Yeah. At GooseTG4, hit me up on Twitter. More than happy uh, to talk with my fans and add stuff to the show. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we're here for, people. We just want to hear from you. We want to talk to what you want to see, whatever you want to hear. If you want to get at me, it's at, at ignitersmith24. That's at igniter, I-G-N-I-T-O-R, smith24. Get at me. Let me know what you want to hear about. We'll talk about it. We'll get it to you guys. That's what we're here for. Um, now, we got to go, though, because I got to feed a little child, put him to bed, and then, you know what, I'm going to enjoy a nice little glass of scotch tonight. So until next week, say goodbye, Mushy. I'm not Mushy. Mushy, Igniter, coming at you next week. We'll see y'all. Thanks again for listening. Bye, everybody.